pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Chance and Cows podcast. We've been running board game cafes around the UK for about six years now. From family dues to hen dues, from first dates to breakups, we've seen it all. And now we're looking for a fresh challenge. So each week, we'll invite a guest on who will put our board game knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario, and it's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that actually makes them laugh out loud. (laughs) 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 Whichever game recommendation our guest loves the most, I will score a point. And at the end of the series, whoever has the most points will be crowned the Titan of Board Games. (laughs) My name is Richard Scarsbrook. I am one of the founders of Chance Encounters. I've been with them since the beginning and uh this year uh we went out on a limb and i i've actually it was i went to disneyland it was pretty great um we didn't have any children we just we just thought we were gonna go to (laughs) disneyland and then we had a great time don't let don't let children hold you back (laughs) go to disneyland i thought you were gonna say don't let children go to disneyland (laughs) (laughs) they're ruining it for all us grown-ups it would would at least halve the queue so i'm kind of all for it if that would be you know uh, <laughs> so I am joined with my my you probably you probably recognise him Ben. I'm Ben. I work with the Yogs Cast. Um, I love board games. I'm a massive nerd, and if I could, I would send my child to Disneyland on his own. <laughs> So that I didn't have to do it. Wow! Okay. Just a chaperone situation. Yeah. Wow. Not just with another like suitable guardian, but just no, on just, their own. Just knock yourself out, kid. Enjoy it. Tell me, tell me all about it when you get home. Eat as much sweets as you want. <laughs> wow! And our guest guru for the week is Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. Um, I work at Chance Encounters with Rich and, you know, look after the games and stuff. But uh, I went to Disneyland Paris and was very underwhelmed with how, considering it's such a big company Disney is, how poorly kept it is. I don't know if anyone else went to Disneyland Paris in the last Mm. few years, but it's a bit untidy well if it's anything like euro <laughs> this guy yeah. <laughs> if it's anything like euro itchy and scratchy land from the simpsons i'm not surprised yeah <laughs> yeah it definitely i mean don't get me wrong there's still some good rides there which not all of them are open at any time which sucks but yeah i was just like there was paint peeling on places i was like you're disney you can afford to hire a painter and like cover up all those scratch marks and stuff it's uh i will say yeah. that small world was actually shut at the time we went which is like, if you know anything of Disneyland, Small World is like the ride you probably know. At least it's the, the song. song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a creepy song. I think that's, uh, yeah. Um, I would say <laughs> I've divided that. everybody here, but we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> so our guest this week is John. Hey, I'm uh, John Perkis. I have a YouTube channel called Actual Lol. It's about board games. And I review board games, and I've been doing it for seven years. Mm. And uh, I play board games all the time and talk about them, and <laughs> it's my life. I think, what a coincidence! Because <laughs> that's what we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> and I have been to Disneyland Paris, but it was so long ago that I literally can't think of a single anecdote to bring to this conversation. So I kept quiet. <laughs> no, right, no. Well, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? We were in in Paris, and there's there's all the culture and the food, and you can drink it in. And then I was like, we could go to Disneyland. And my wife was like, don't what? do this to me. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you kidding me right now? Like, she's a big fan of Disney. So uh, that was the reason I ended up... We didn't go to Paris with the expectation. Oh, wow. oh it's, it's like a spontaneous trip. 
sort of yeah do you know what's cool when i i will say this though about um paris is that when i did go there with the express you know intent to visit disneyland it was free to get the train because the french train drivers were just on strike so instead of just <laughs> Who was driving the train well, i don't know maybe they got some scabs in um, but they were just making it free like they were wow. doing some form of protest so like you could just go on the train for free i thought that was brilliant and very kind uh, of them i would be very sus- i mean based on the we fact that there. you didn't know who was driving the train and then made it free i think they were just like we don't have any liability here guys uh, yeah it didn't just, stop at any stops and we did crash when we went to disneyland, but, <laughs> then you went to this yeah. creepy run-down amusement park that they told you was Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Just like you got scammed. I did have to do a lot of hard labour there. (laughs) The old old breaking rocks rights. (laughs) That's that's probably why it was unkempt and not so good condition. (laughs) But thank you so much for for coming on. Thanks for having me. I've been told that you've you've come armed with a, a scenario. Oh yeah. I, I even I came up with like three and then I whittled it down to two mm-hmm. and now I've got one. Yeah. I hope it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here's what you could have scenarioed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so my scenario is you are a scout leader and you've taken a bunch of kids into a forest to camp out for the night. But there's a bear on the loose. Mm-hmm. And so we're not in England, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brist- um, Bristol Zoo did just close. To be right, fair. true. Maybe it- <laughs> I hear their security was lacking. <laughs> they just let him out. Yeah. And, they uh, went on strike and yeah. just let the animals out. <laughs> <laughs> so the bear's on loose. Mm-hmm. It, it could kill you and the children. So you need to have your wits about you. So you need a game that you can play around the campfire that's going to keep everyone awake. If anyone mm. falls asleep, they're at risk of being mauled by a bear. So, so you're wow. suggesting that if someone falls asleep, no one's going to mention, be like, hey, <laughs> hey, Wait. there's a bear coming. It's like, no, 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 no. The screaming won't wake them. Then nothing will wake them. They're dead to us. Yeah, so I'm not a scout leader myself, so I don't really know how it works. <laughs> right. This is just how it works in my head. Yeah. yeah, I assume the rules are you just run when you see the bear. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and if you're asleep, it takes you a bit long. You're sort of dawdling, you know. Mm-hmm. If you've just woken up, your running speed is not well, full. It. You don't yeah, have that... to outrun the bear. Yeah. You just have to outrun the slowest member of your mm. group. Then I feel the bear like attack. this scenario should be put one person to sleep <laughs> and then move on to the good game. <gasps> oh, that's immoral. <laughs> Sorry. That's where I draw I'm the line. I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. <laughs> if I'm going to have to survive... <laughs> I'll be like, so spreadsheets, guys. Oh, there's actually some really great things here. Yes, rule, pa- rule book page 54 says. Mm, exactly. Just keep going all night long. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the scenario. Okay. Hey, life Tw- or death. How, how, many, how many people are in this troop? Um, let's say ten. Oh, no, whoa, that's too many for a game. Uh, <laughs> let's say six. Six. <laughs> very nice. Very yeah. safe. Wow. <laughs> So this is one the the scout leader plus five. Sure, yeah. Are we talking? So scout? I I don't know how old scout. Are we age ring for the 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 actual children? Um, I would say you know uh, they're, they're they're the older crowd because you know let's say they're like fourteen. They're they're just on the cusp. They were taken you know to an adventure where there could be bears on the loose. <laughs> so they're the most experienced ones. Okay, and yeah. they've they've been flown out to. Unknown country with bear. Mm, it could yes. be Siberia. It could be the US. We're not one hundred percent sure. Yes, exactly. And they <laughs> are tired from a long day's walking. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! And so then they have to do the and, staying up uh, at the camp. Of course. Yeah, got to build the campfire. But if there's no one going to be sleeping, then I guess you don't need to do the tent. True. Or you make a single tent with all the food in. <laughs> so you can go to sleep again <laughs> but then they don't need to play a game to oh, keep them away yeah. <laughs> they have no food gotcha right so uh, we're talking about like the bear's motivations here why is he hungry after... yeah so I'm just thinking maybe because they're scouts and you know there's um, you know in scouts there's different levels mm. of it mm. and you know there's one called the cubs Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering right. if they just think we've stolen the cubs and they're trying to, to get them back. Uh, yeah, they yeah. keep mentioning the word cub and the bears are hearing that and they're very confused. <laughs> Hold on, one of my cubs just recently left. Have they have they tried to have they gotten one of my cubs? What Andrew, you're there? looking pretty hairy over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So we're all, they're mm. all they're all sat around this fire. Um, I assume that no one's thought to bring a table. We've got very little. Oh yeah, where are we of... playing on? Like, cause you can get camp tables, but I. I don't want to rule out. Um, I don't want to make it so hard that there isn't <laughs> some flat it's, area. I mean, you know, there's the ground. There is the ground. I to hear that scouts are always prepared. Mm. However, oh, yes, that's so true. <laughs> oh, However, that just opens the doors to anything. Yeah, bear it? <laughs> They've brought the bare necessities with them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got we've got some things that we may maybe they could fashion into at least a table, mm. but maybe that's maybe not the idea. Are we all playing around the campfire? Is that the safe spot? Um, I think you can play off to the side. Okay. That's my. For me, it's about what what's going to keep them the most awake. Keep mm-hmm. them awake. So, anything that's essentially like Red Bull for them. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, Cardboard yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. Cardboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Oh, I've got loads of those. <laughs> and I think this was inspired. I just had a game night with a bunch of new people, not scouts. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> They, we played, we started with just one great opener, went really well, and then I shifted into another game, which I thought would go well, and just suddenly the table just got a lot quieter and really dimmed, mm. and then I I sort of moved on as quickly as I could, went to another game, and it really picked back up again, and I very much felt like that game was starting to send people to sleep, and yeah. I really regret it. So What game was it? Well... Oh, I think yeah, it's good, but it was Las Vegas. It's a dice game. Oh, I think that's okay. a great game. Yeah, it's a great game, yeah. but for whatever reason, this group of... Uh, yeah, Part of the fun of that game is kind of saying, no, you need to, to choose that casino because it screws that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, lo- a lot of screwage, yeah. yeah. But, you know. How much responsibility do you feel as, a, obviously, a known board game personality um, to be the kind of host of a board game night? Do so you much. ever go just like, you know what, mm. can I just be the one being like pitched games and taught games for a change i mean that almost never happens no i i I take it on and it it starts off like excitedly willingly like i'll invite the people over and then i really like put the pressure on myself and i'm like (laughs) re uh rearranging what games we're going to play and then sort of on the night it's like oh i'm getting a sense that it's going you know you're trying to be like a dj or something like the crowd is going in this direction quick i'll change the schedule (laughs) like it's why i can never pick the music at a party because i'm just way too self-conscious and if like i look around and people aren't into it i'm like oh god next track yeah, yes. <laughs> next track i actually did go to a club once where they just cut the track halfway through and just went because everyone left the dance floor i was like even as a, even a bad dj should know you never do that right? <laughs> oh wow just Wait. faded in right no, he just cut it just oh, cut no. it and then oh, wow. played the next track well that was oh, that's a panic move isn't yeah. it yeah well, did they did they return to the dance floor um, uh, people did, yeah, because the music choice was terrible. Right so yeah, it was yeah. a good move, but there's better ways of doing it. But he was g- generally, I don't rate this DJ anyway. Like, it was terrible for the whole night. But that was just that, like a standout bad wow. move mm-hmm. by them. So I uh, actually cut Las Vegas short by half, but because they'd never played it before, they had no idea. They assumed that was the length <laughs> oh, oh, of the game. Oh, 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 you do it on the fly that seems like a lot more responsibility than your average that's, game host i mean that's how i'm doing it when i'm these were all fairly new to games you know they played mm. one or two things and i was mm. trying to go off of what they played to base it on that but you know, usually i'm playing with people that love games and they played a million and mm. to be honest i'm bringing them out bad games that i have to try for review <laughs> and they have a mediocre time and they still come back so i i'm not encouraged to change that format at all <laughs> You're not, not even to go how how bad a game can i get them to play before <laughs> yeah. they just refuse to come back I, I i i start to feel really terrible if if they've come multiple nights in a row and it's and uh, but what you get is like they'll be like oh i'm not free because if i wanted to play that game again you know there's a bit of that going on i feel like that's a really hard one when someone asks you to do something you're like Who's going? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. yeah. it's the equivalent, the board game equivalent. And, what are you playing again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, oh, I'm really sorry, but I'm busy that night with things. Uh, <laughs> Not playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, reorganizing my uh, box of Twilight Imperium. Mm. <laughs> God, I do valid. <laughs> I do have that now with Gloomhaven. I just I've got a group of friends I played Gloomhaven with, and I've dropped out. And I, I really want to hang out with those friends again, but oh. I don't want to play any more Gloomhaven. Oh, how many games did you make it in? <sighs> One. Twelve, fifteen, something okay, like yeah. that. We got pretty far. I felt like 
God, we must be getting somewhere now. <laughs> mm. We've unlocked like all the characters um, in twelve to fifteen scenarios. The power. Which one are you playing? I, mean, I did about twelve to fifteen. I think they did oh, a okay. bunch without me. Um, they, must, they must have because I've played about that, and we've unlocked two characters. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> We're already <laughs> behind. Yeah. Oh, so they can carry on without you, and are they carrying on? Yeah. Without? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's at least something. Oh God, no, yeah. I would have felt way worse, and would have stuck it out longer if it was me dropping out would have ruined it for everyone else like yeah no i have a leg i have like a couple of legacy games that are just sat on the shelf and my friends tease me about but i've always got to be looking at the new thing and these are like pre-pandemic things and just trying to go back to it just feels like really hard work um yeah i can't legacy games are they terrify me i love the idea of them but there's so many new games i want to try you Mm. know and i only have so many times to play i've always thought the positive of a legacy game is that it is going to encourage you to play the same game you know mm. in commas um over and over again mm. which usually um people who are really into board games don't tend to do because they do follow the the hotness mm. um and so i like that aspect about it because i played through pandemic legacy season one and season two and i did have a good time playing them and I probably wouldn't have played Pandemic nearly as much if it hadn't been for the legacy format. So I like that about legacy games. Mm. Um, Somewhat breaking news. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit I'm, I'm contrarian in my love of Terraforming Mars. Um, I agree the artwork is sometimes, you know, fair <laughs> enough. You're allowed to like that. Terraforming Mars. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. This is my safe space. This is yeah. where we can say. But uh, recently, I've just seen that Ark Nova has, has topped it. So I think uh, Terraforming Mars has now gone down to... Six on BGG's nice. rating, and yeah. Ark Nova is like four. Well, yeah. and I was like, I still haven't played Ark Nova, but now I'm like, I have to find out whether whether my like mm. my BFF has 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 is will it like reasonably does it does 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 it deserve to go down one? <laughs> but, it, but it's gone from like one space down out of probably like hundred thousand games. It's like it's not it's not a knock on its quality, right? Yeah. It's it's none not of very my favorite games are like in <laughs> the top true. fifty. It feels like <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, it is is a fair like the amount of games that we end up either recommending or people playing or frankly the the wider audience can enjoy don't tend to be in that top. Mm. That would want to, and that, <laughs> I think yeah. we get that. I feel like that's part of the point of this show, though. If we were just every week going, mm. oh, yeah, these three games that are the top of Board Game Geek. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that interesting? <laughs> it's true. That's true. There's a there's a YouTube channel that does a, um, like, a top 10 risers. And top, mm. like, I'm like, I used to think it was a top 10 board games uh, countdown. And I was yeah. like, surely that rarely changes. <laughs> yeah. like, do one a month. Yep, same Still as last. Gloomhaven. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah. Um, so I guess back to the scenario at mm. hand. Sea um, Scouts don't care about the hotness. No. Nope. Unless it's the heat of the flame. They <laughs> only care about what they can be playing to play away. Staying away. alive. Staying, um, staying alive. Um, so I'm mm. guessing the, the waking, the keeping them awake mm. factor. Um, I, now, I don't have much experience because my nieces and nephews are all younger than mm. we're saying roughly 14 14 14 years old so they're much younger than that so they have a much more um you know hyperactive like less of attention span Mm. um but i'm assuming teenagers will have more of a yeah i think they would probably play a lot of the games we would play but it there's just you know the modern i want to look at my phone i want to be doing other things Mm. i don't know i feel like a teenager Mm. is gonna get into a game but it's just got to keep them intrigued are they are they trying to get a specific badge here? Is it the don't <laughs> don't get eaten whilst playing a board game? Yeah, badge? yeah. I think right, they'll get okay. a badge. They'll probably get like a silver cross or <laughs> something. One of them will kill the bear. Oh obviously. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. It's just like sharpening sling spears whilst the game is ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. Um, I would not put my child towards the this. This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I, it's safety has them all over. They're going outside. They're playing board games. <laughs> they're not dying. Well, <laughs> these are all skills I want my son to learn. To be That's fair, if there, was, if there was a not dying badge, like when do you ever get it? Like because when do you get immediately? Yeah, everyone gets given it at the start. Uh, yeah. Is it like um, you get like a five-year not dead badge, mm, ten-year not dead good, badge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um, but what obviously we're going to have to factor that, that you are going to be playing this game as well um, so we have to kind of know what okay. games 
you like. Wait, if you sure. suddenly cast him now as the scout leader, as is that... sure, I, I'll be the scout leader. I, I would so never do it in why, real life. Yeah, why, <laughs> otherwise, why is he leading? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a you just the weird yeah. uncle who's also there. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my bear farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone dropped out, and they offered me a million pounds to do it, and I was like, okay, <laughs> but only if none of the kids die. <laughs> I only have to survive one night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh. so what games do you like, and alternatively, mm. what games do you dislike? Oof. Um, mm. What games do I like? I like how to describe it simply, because I feel like everyone judges. I have viewers that will like judge my taste, and and they all have watched all my videos, so they still <laughs> don't fully understand. I like games <laughs> that are uh, quite interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like stuff that is simple to learn but often has some depth to it um so i'm not i'm not huge on big rule books mm-hmm. um i like something that carries a theme but in a in a in a sort of lean way so you know rather than reading lots of flavor text it sort of makes you feel so i think the feeling of a game is really important to me um i like big group games i like Anything that's very social. I like games that are played above the table, so like bluffing, mm. negotiation, party games, um, bidding games, and yeah, uh, I think that sort of covers it. <laughs> yeah. Is there an instant no, instant turnoffs? Heavy Euro games. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just that really. I'll play long games, but they need to be sort of cutthroat, like Game of Thrones or do something like Battlestar Galactica or um, I don't play them very often but I, I like those that you sort of tell the narrative through the game Merchants of Marauders another one of Western mm. Legends is that I'm a big fan of but I play them more occasionally is there, a, is there a bet that how many of these games do you think you'll have already played by the time we recommend a game? Oh yeah, I feel like there's very slim chance we'll recommend a game that you haven't at least tried. I, I would, I would really love to have played all the games that you recommend. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mentally until you just said it, I was thinking about recommending Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to try and dig a little deeper. I so I feel like the with those games you have to carry a lot of like. Um, you know, tension and like suspicion in mm. with you the mm. whole time, and I feel like after a game of that, we'd be wiped out. You know, from <laughs> like having to carry all that because I have played games of like I've played that exact game, mm. and afterwards I'd be like, man, I'm exhausted because that was a real toll on my mm. mental Fortunately, state. Fortunately, it takes twelve hours. <laughs> and you're through the night, so yeah. it's fine. Oh yeah, so do we just have to survive till the morning? Yeah, or... I think so. Okay, yeah, fine. Okay, and you can. You, I mean, I appreciate. Battle Sky Galactic is tiring, but just start again. You know, this is, <laughs> we're in a heightened situation here. The adrenaline yeah. will get you through. Yeah, You're not true. at home. I can imagine, mm. though, as a as a 14-year-old child, I would probably be like, what the Cylon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder who the Cylon is. It's definitely Russ. <laughs> be like, well, that's the game decided. <laughs> There is obviously that um, thing about games with hidden um, roles, especially where it's bad people trying to sabotage the game, where those roles tend to be the most fun to play. Mm. Um, I don't know if you, you know, I've played both as the Cylon and the humans in that game, and it's definitely more fun being a Cylon. Because it's always so relentless trying to... I think as long as you've played the game before, I think Mm. playing the game for the first time as the Cylon is kind of overwhelming. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fun. Like you just get told that you're basically you have extra information. Mm. You have the key information in that game, mm. and knowing that, I don't know. Just it's just exciting. I'm like, I don't care. Even if you're bad at it, it's fine because the game is so hard. Yeah. Um, for the humans to win anyway. Um, you as know, long as you keep quiet and yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give it up. I once played the longest con in Battlestar Galactica. Um, I got put in the jail like half an hour into the game, um, and I was a Cylon right from the start. And I stayed in there for the next two and a half hours oh my God. until the last 10, 15 minutes of the game when everything was going wrong. The ship was falling apart. The other Cylon had been like killed um, and everyone was like, oh, my God, we just can't like we need to get him out of the brig. He would have he would have killed himself and gone to Cylon heaven hours ago um, if he was. We've got to let him out because we need the extra cards to get through it. And so they let me out. After like sitting there for two hours going, oh my God, I'm not a Cylon. Please, someone let me out. I would have killed myself by now if I was. And then they gave me the take an extra action card. 
and then I got three goes in a row no. because it was they gave me two goes and then it was my go next and I was like oh three actions brilliant yeah I'm not going to fix the ship I'm going to go set off a bomb I'm going to control the fleet I'm going to and just annihilated everyone in two wow. minutes flat off they let me out and it was one of the most satisfying gaming experiences mm. of my life that's for you the dream. and um, that's that, the, the dream. worst for the other people well that's it everyone else in that game has vowed to never ever let me out of the brig again and, um, just at the start of the game just airlocked me if we're using that expansion <laughs> that's the only way to be sure <laughs> so I don't think I can ever play the game again with that group this is, a, this is an interesting point because the more you play these kind of games with people you, you start getting this idea like are these do these kids know each other have they played mm. any type of game before have they been playing make believe and then one of them secretly being a Cylon the whole time mm. I feel like they must play games together if, if mm. you're a kid these days and you're a scout that must overlap with being a board gamer mustn't it they must be yeah yeah i mean no i have no knowledge of it but they must be playing definitely some... a venn diagram there yeah. somewhere yeah, I, yeah. Feel like, I feel like the only venn diagram i know about board gamers is um sort of people in it i feel like there's a huge overlap of people in it and board gamers it just from anecdotal experience yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. not just making that up almost everyone um that i've spoke to works in it plays board games that's that's just common i don't know if anyone else is aware of that but that's what i feel mm-hmm. yeah i've spotted it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i back you up yeah <laughs> thanks um yeah this is uh, actually a tricky one i'm i'm like i've started getting an idea of what i'd actually yeah i'm pretty, I'm pretty I mean, confident I've, in mine i've got like games that i'm thinking of but i'm also just not sure if they do too much of the you know, kind of keeping everyone engaged at all times, which I imagine is... That's a key uh, yeah. thing, isn't it? Uh, but also six players is a notoriously difficult amount of um, of players to find at least strategic games for. That's like a real gap in the market there. Um, from six players up, you tend to find a lot of social deduction games that work mm-hmm. um, well from that player count and higher. Mm-hmm. But like strategy games at six is a really tricky group. And annoyingly at Chance Encounters, um, when we have the the bigger tables seat exactly six people. So when we get those people in, I'm like, okay, we're gonna recommend them this game yeah. and that game and then hope the other players just want to play a party game. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> there is a real tricky um like gap in the market. So if anyone's a designer out there and looking to <laughs> to hit uh, like a sweet spot, six player strategy games that are fairly light. But it's it's not even just that it's about making sure that at six players there's no downtime for mm. people yeah. because you have to be playing it uh like in parallel and if you're not mm. constantly doing something and at six mm-hmm. players you're like you've gone from the four where it's it's socially acceptable mm-hmm. to be like you take a turn and you take a turn and you take a turn and i get to play at least 25 percent of the time mm-hmm. whereas with a six player it's like it's got to be done at the same time or um, you have to be interacting or socialising or whatever yeah, else because otherwise like you say someone pulls out their phone because they know they've got half an hour before it's their turn mm. and then they're no longer planning ahead and then when it comes to their turn it takes longer which means yeah. other people are going to pull out their phones and then everything just it's slows down spiral. Yeah. exactly and but, in this literal situation it would yeah, be yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's games that actually do technically go up to six players that I just mm. would never play. For example, my favourite game, one of my favourite games of all time is Keyflower, which is mm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Very dry looking game so not one I'm going to recommend <laughs> in this <laughs> no. situation but it's fantastic. It goes from, I think, uh, two or three to six players but at six players, it takes so long before it's your turn mm. again that I am just not interested in a game that I actually enjoy. Yeah. To yeah, so I would never recommend. It's one of those games that can theoretically play at six. Yeah. It's. I think there's some games where the design is just like, well, if we just add a few <laughs> meeples in different colors, yeah. we mm. can say this is a six-player game, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cost us that much more. So let's yeah. do mm. it. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, six players. Interesting. I, 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 I just when you were talking about something, I just clicked an idea. So actually, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, what my task is now to continually ask mm-hmm. questions to make it even more and more difficult and try and screw Russ's recommendation <laughs> up. That's where I'm going for. Right? Are there any kind of um, themes you prefer over others? Mm. Seem not too important. Mm. Great question. If if I, I guess if I'm the scout leader, mm-hmm. um, yes. I don't really care for fantasy themes or I'm not that fussed about sci-fi, but I can sort of live with it. I play Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> um, those those are the ones I, yeah, I'm not so fond of. Anything else is sort of fair game. Uh, I, I tend to like 
stuff that has a a real world theme or something that you could imagine uh, a film was based on. I don't know why I uh, that that's sort of a weird descriptor, but pandemic really works for me because I, I just feel like it just is a very cinematic theme, and uh, I don't see enough games that are set in like mm. hospitals or um anything that yeah you could have a tv show or a, or a or a film about that's a good question though like have has there been a port from a board game to Ooh, a tv show or film mm. Mm. i don't know can i feel we, like can we, battleship. Script? can we be the first battleship no oh god yeah that, is that that's technically yeah. one technically, technically yeah. Yeah. yeah i feel like hasbro <laughs> had a deal yeah. <laughs> i feel like hasbro had a deal they had a deal with like they licensed a bunch of their board games so people could make um films based on them and mm-hmm, i can't yeah. remember any other ones yeah other there was talk battleship. of monopoly for a while but it just never happened and then uh, took them too long in uh, negotiations and just <laughs> never <laughs> you've got a clue that's a film based on Cluedo. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. And apparently they're making a TV series about it. Oh, that, that, okay. I, could, okay. I could definitely see that working. Yeah. I actually, watched yeah. um, Clue on video and it has four alternate endings. I've heard this. Oh, Was wow. this recently and on Twitter? When they played it at the cinema, you each cinema got a randomly different oh, ending wow. of their film. And essentially, it could have been any of them. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The person who did the murder mm. is different in every ending and it still mm. all makes sense and matches up. So exactly like the game then. I sort yeah. of feel like that's really unsatisfying. It, it is unsatisfying. Because I want to yeah. watch a mystery yeah. where at the end There's they go, answer. oh, by the way, it's this. All the and creepy. you should have noticed the whole yeah. time. Yeah. But, yeah, but if it could be four different people. Yeah, yeah, it's like the ultimate opposite of what you want from a whodunit. But it's a very silly film. Mm. More of a comedy yeah. really than a a real mystery I think that's probably why it can get away with it because it's a comedy film it doesn't really matter but I, you know I, I, you have a writing background am I yeah, right? yeah yeah I used to write for TV yeah yeah so I feel like that for me would really irritate me if there wasn't like such a tightly scripted like script that right. it would make sense you know after the reveal like you go oh, okay yeah i didn't see those things but now it makes total sense but that would infuriate me if yeah, that, yeah. Like, well, this, what's the point let's just show me the ending then. yeah yeah <laughs> the last 20 minutes are all yeah. i apparently care about yeah. 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 great yeah. i mean jumanji being an, an, an uh i think was that was a little reversed did yeah. they make a mm. board game of the tv yeah i've never played the game i mean why would you it's not. It's, <laughs> come on, it's, 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 it's never, never going to stand up to the game in the film, is it? <laughs> yeah. Unless well, true. Alter, augmented reality, I can see it kind of working actually. Whoa. Yeah, if you did augmented Oof. reality with the Jumanji board game and then kind of created oh, environments, that's just no, now asking for it to be pulled yeah. in even further. Now we're just yeah. getting one of those. That's just the modern version of those awful board games that came with videotapes that you'd have, like, the man on the screen talking oh, to you. Atmosphere. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I never played Atmosphere, but there were a couple of other games, and I always was really excited to play those, but never actually got one and got mm. a chance to play one. So I'm just going to pretend... They um, were amazing. My, they were, no, I'm going to pretend they were terrible, <laughs> so I feel like I never missed out. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but we did... Actually, I think we did have one, but I think we were too young to grasp how the heck it worked, so mm. we never actually properly played it but the concept sounds really really interesting it's novel um, i'm kind of surprised it hasn't been done with you know apps and mm. smartphones and youtube and stuff it would be really easy mm. to- yeah i'm surprised it hasn't been done which makes you think that someone tried it and it was so bad <laughs> yeah they it just must just be terrible it. right yeah. <laughs> they definitely had like trivial pursuit kind of things where they had like a cd with it mm. but you're right they're they don't seem to have made the jump to being like, why don't you just stream it? Mm. Like we, or just like yeah, just video on a phone and um. Mm. But I, again, I can't remember any of the sort of setups for these games. In in the were they, were they involving like pieces moving around a board? I think a lot or, of them would just roll and move, mm, draw yeah. cards, kind of situation. But with a B C list actor. That's been paid to just stand in front of a green <laughs> yeah. screen. And, uh... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I'm assuming that the kids don't have technology on them. No, none of that. Their mobiles were confiscated before they boarded the plane. Correct. Uh, I, maybe one of the smaller bears came around and uh, stole their <laughs> phones. Now I think of it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get our own back. They stole our porridge. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's classic bear behaviour. You know, they isolate you first. Yeah. And then classic yeah, yeah. bear behaviour. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Um, so I, I, I have a recommendation that I'm, I'm keen for. Uh, it sounds like. 
You've yeah, got I have one. got one now. I, yeah, I've and, got one. And Ben, how are you feeling? Mm, I'm a bit stumped, actually. Did, um, you, did you want to ask any questions to make you even more stumped? Mm, <laughs> yeah, I feel like every question I've asked has made it harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so we're now ready for some recommendations. Uh, did, did you did you want to pick the honor of putting someone on the spot? Did you want to? Sure, Russ. All right, me. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'm just basing this on the fact that they are teenagers. They are able to play, you know, some level of complexity, but not too complex. Um, I think theme is also really important for this as well because not just because you that's what you enjoy but I also think that as a teenager you know something that they may have seen or enjoyed before in some capacity might help them kind of you know enjoy the game more and six players as well um, I went with Villainous so okay. Villainous is a game um, like a kind of light-ish um, strategy game it's like you're at Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the so it's a it's a strategy game. But the the real great thing about this game, and I love telling people about this game at the cafe and like outside, is that you play as the villains from classic Disney films. So you might be um, Ursula, and obviously the villain in uh, she's the villain of the Little Mermaid, and then you might be Maleficent, who's the villain of Snow White, and you're trying to achieve that villain's goal that it was in the film. So it's a very good thematic tie-in, um, um, you know, because if you've seen those films, which a lot of people have, um, then you kind of understand already what your goal is. Um, but the way the game works is um, you've got a deck of cards, you've got three or four locations on, on a board in front of you, and basically on your turn you move your character to a different location and do some sort of actions which involves sometimes um, getting rid of cards, playing cards, moving cards, trying to beat um, the the sort of the foes in this game, which brilliantly are the heroes and the good guys from the films that you're actually playing in. So it's really neat little twist there. Um, and then the other thing which you can do in this game is to um, to fate someone, which is to take. Um, cards from a deck from a, an opponent so someone who's presumably in the lead or doing very well and you get to draw two cards and play it um something which will kind of in hinder them in some form so it's um it's it's a strategy game it does go up to six players i did play it recently which is why um you, you said about like games that take up to six players and it does air slightly on the um the longer side um, but it was still enjoyable because, um, and this is where the other factor that you were talking about, trying to keep everyone awake, there is a kind of a semi-cooperative element to this game because while you are trying to achieve your goals and everyone is trying to achieve their own, sometimes you have to work together to keep an eye on what other people are doing. Oh, you have to, have to do that throughout the whole game. Keep an eye on what other people are doing because if someone is getting too close to their goal, you then gang up and try and hinder them. So everyone is usually trying to pay attention the whole time not just on your turn because you are trying to stop other players from sort of getting ahead it has um, like an auto leveling sort of situation yeah essentially you know and it's not 
too bad because when you do kind of play the fake cards on someone which is it's really great i played as um jafar mm. in mine and my goal was to try and find the magic lamp and then summon the genie hypnotize him get him under my control and then bring him back to the palace mm-hmm. you know because that's i mean it's been a long time since i've actually seen aladdin but i seem to recall that as what jafar is trying to do but when um when you're trying to get your goal and then suddenly aladdin pops out and is just getting in your way and like i'm gonna kill aladdin uh it just seems really evil (laughs) (laughs) seems really evil to do that but it was a great game very very light and not too complicated and it would repeat uh reward repeat plays because once you develop um an understanding of how each villain's plays out you can be more effective in playing as them and also preventing other players from winning as them as well um so yeah villainess also is gorgeous and the other thing i thought of which is very not it's not a really good um strength for it but if we're fighting off a bear one of the pieces is maleficent has like two horns <laughs> so in a pinch, you could use it as a weapon but okay. i wouldn't really use that <laughs> it's also beautifully produced as well the artwork is all really good yeah. um the the production the pieces the figures that you use are really cool and stylistic but you know they're not just the villains in miniature form they are like stylic stylistic representations of the villains in different mm. like colors it's just beautiful they produced. also have what two or so expansions I think now? they've got three or four standalone expansions yeah. so you don't even have to buy in in the original box which plays at six you can buy in just as a three player one and all of them can be mixed and matched mm. and they've got you know Syndrome from um, The Incredibles as a villain they've got Lotso from Toy Story they've got um, Steam Willy from the Steamboat mm. Willie film which I can't even imagine what his goal is in that film <laughs> like, I've never played with him but mm. it must be it's really cool and then they've got Marvel versions they've got Star Wars versions Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, lots of customization. I, uh, I've never played it. Wow. Yeah, okay. You got okay. me. Okay. Yeah. I'm so I have to leave now. I, I guess, <laughs> which sucks. But never Take mind. One of your board game cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like the sound of it. Um, that that thing of like attacking other people or, or keeping them down. That mm. does feel very suited to a teenager. Yeah. 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 Just making sure everyone's on the same level. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that um, Gateway, uh, sort of the the games that we grew up with were so good at is being mean to each other, like mm. Monopoly and Risk. And then I think people can come to modern board games and sort of miss that aspect of it. Mm. And I agree, I don't want to be playing Monopoly anymore, but I, I think it would be nice to have sort of the odd gateway game that allows you to be a bit mean to each other yeah. and kind of th- and thrive off of that and yeah. there's definitely a bunch of games that I've played where I'm like wait a second I just went three hours without interacting or really even paying <laughs> yeah. attention to what you've just yeah. been doing yeah. Yeah, yeah. very few modern games have much interactivity it's or really like, common to hey there's this one one thing that you can do yeah. and it's just like how often have you ever done that like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like there's um there's games that um have the minimum bare minimum of interactivity and they're usually roll and write because you roll the dice and then the first player gets to pick a dice and then the other players also get to pick dice but maybe not the one that you picked and that's their basic level of interactivity but they can still be fun they're just a different kind of game Mm. yeah 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 not for teenagers that are trying to stay awake yeah (laughs) yeah ben right so um i'm going to recommend galaxy trucker I imagine Ah, you've played most people into board gaming have i have the reason i recommend (laughs) it is because it's um, it's a simultaneous game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I, I'm not sure if the actual original game goes up to six players. It but has an expansion for it. There we go. I was going to say, if not, you just need to add a few more pieces in. It's not. It doesn't break the game adding in more players because essentially everyone plays simultaneously. Mm. You're not taking turns. You're not waiting around. You are grabbing pieces out mm. of the box and you are building your spaceship. And then even when your spaceship goes on its adventure and has all of its trials and maybe breaks in half and explodes. That's all happening to everyone simultaneously as well. <laughs> yeah. There's literally no downtime mm. in this mm. game. Um, and it's a game that um, escalates quite nicely. It starts off small and it gets medium, then it gets large. Plus, there's a million expansions all in a big box. And if you wanted to, you could, if you've got to last all night long, mm-hmm. you, you could play the original game. Then you can be like, right, now we'll try the expansion. Mm-hmm play all the way through with the expansion then you got now we've got another expansion <laughs> so every game feels like it's adding more in without overwhelming with um with too many pieces um i've never seen anyone sitting around looking bored playing galaxy trucker 
I imagine it's weighty enough as well to do some serious damage. Oh yeah, you get you pack it up, you swing it at that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a massive bit of two by four or something. You'll just <laughs> take him out. Yeah, I think the the younger you are, the almost better you are at a game like that as well. The kind of real time trying to think on your feet mm-hmm. aspect. Uh, I played it not so long ago and just really struggled with it. <laughs> um, I, I, I like real-time games, and like you say, they really keep everyone involved. There's no downtime. There's something about a real-time competitive game that stresses me out a lot more than cooperative. Usually you're working together, and so it's sort of fine if you drop the ball, but somehow <laughs> if you're just fending for yourself. Um, and then something I found with Galaxy Trucker, which would certainly benefit playing it all night, was that... Um, I had a friend that played it a lot before and he really oh, knew how to be good at it kind of thing yeah. and I was new to it and so yeah it sort of definitely benefits multiple plays and kind of understanding oh you don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely there's certain patterns Learned when you get used mistakes. to it yeah but you know that's what the end of the night's for <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely yeah nice yeah so my game recommendation is erring more on the social side. Mm. It's going to be called Sounds Fishy, which is okay. a new game, uh, relatively speaking, from Big Potato. Uh, it is a game where you are its somewhat of a trivia game. The idea is that there's a guesser. There's three roles. There's a guesser. There's a red herring. And there's also the true blue kipper. Mm. And the idea is that the guesser takes one of these trivia cards out and it might be like this is instantly where any any form of trivia like how many wheels are there on earth that's probably a terrible one but uh it's actually it's it's like like the president so-and-so died uh from what you know like oh like you know people think that you know it's just a weird trivia that big potato are really good at finding yeah so it'd be a question that has potential it has a very silly answer and therefore, as a red herring, you're tasked with trying to come up with an answer that is believable, so you are not picked as the false answer. And then you have the true blue kipper who has to read out the correct answer. So what will happen is the guesser reads it out, gives everyone 15 seconds. They know which one the answer is, So because you've got essentially it's a double-sided uh, card, and then they've got the answer on their side. And then as you show it around, you give them 15 seconds, and then you're like, okay, all right, tell, tell me what is your answer to this, and then I'll give you an answer, and then you'll keep on going around. And then it's up to the guesser to try and reveal as many kippers as they feel, and it's a bit of a push your luck as this situation. Mm. I'll, I'll be honest... The scoring, <laughs> I had to check every single yeah. time I played it. Same. However, it does make sense. And so what you're doing is you're p- pushing your luck. You might be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal people, and then you might get to a point where you're like, there's two two answers that could be could be true. I'm gonna stop, and you'll get points based on the number of red kippers you found. If you push your luck and you go bust because you've you found the the true blue kipper. Oh my god! I've just thought of an easy way to describe it: the weakest link style of scoring. You can bank those points. Exactly. <laughs> I never um, thought I'd yeah. reference uh, the weakest link on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as the red kipper, you're basically trying to you get points based on the number of. Other people. This is where it gets confusing. I think it's the other people that have been flipped over, yeah. but not you. Yeah, you. you if you yeah. get flipped if you're, over, yeah, then if you're the like... first one flipped, you don't get any points. Exactly. But if you're yeah. the last one to get flipped, then that's. So if you get flipped at all, that's a bad thing. Yeah. And yeah. then, but if if the true blue kipper gets flipped, it's it's then the kipper's trying to not get flipped over. Obviously, this is this is definitely where I, I wouldn't the... get stuck in the weeds on the scoring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, we had a great time playing it just without even the caring scoring. that much about the score, and I think mm. that's that's happened with a few other games I've played where we just don't care, like just one. I don't I care did, about the score. I, I just want to enjoy playing the actual game. Big potato games. I absolutely love them. They're, they're great admittedly i would normally just ignore the scoring section in general and be like we kind of know who won here you play scroll and apparently there's a way of scoring yeah, yeah, scroll yeah. 
I'm, I honestly, I have no idea how you score it and how you would, but anyway. So Sounds Fishy is, is a great game. We had a really load of fun. And I can imagine that these like scouts, these 14 year olds are going to come up with like the zaniest, what a great, great word. <laughs> zaniest so cool of things. Rich. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> like answers to that stuff. And uh, they're obviously going to want to take turns being their guessers and it pretty much always involved. And you're like, oh, is they going to pick me? And there's a bit of tension involved. Mm. It's, it's got the, it's the whole shebang. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've played it. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, I agree the scoring was a bit confusing, Mm -hmm. but I I feel like it was somewhat necessary to make sure that everyone understood their tasks. Mm. The scoring makes sense. Because you need that dynamic, yeah. But I couldn't tell you how to do it. It just didn't (laughs) evidently just just stay in there. Every time it came to scoring, unless it was the um, the win, right? We would have to go like, how many points do you get? Honestly, I've never been so. I never felt so stupid. It's a shame. Some games that it creates like a really good dynamic where this person wants to bluff and these person, yeah, and it's like, but actually, if you can't, if it won't stick game after game after game, it's never going to become like Mm. a a sort of evergreen party game like a just one or something where you don't need to think about it but then I don't even score that game either and no one ever seems to know yeah. I always think I, yeah. when I first ever played it I used to be like oh guys so okay we need to take one of the cards and put it over here and like they're all just like yeah John whatever and now <laughs> I just don't do it and nobody ever goes no. so what's our score like we what? Win? Yeah. everyone's <laughs> ever played like just one and gone oh, I remember when we scored like 12 points you've just gone I had a good time playing just one yeah. no idea what score I ever got on there or whether we even won um, the one, the one thing I will say about Big Potato Game, the one game that I think had a really good scoring mechanism was um, Colorbrain, because you only mm. get points if other players got it wrong and you mm-hmm. got it right. Yeah. And I thought that was clever, but mm-hmm. other yep. than that, I can't remember a scoring <laughs> from I any guess of the games. mentality to an extent. Yeah, but even then, it's like it does make sense, but it's not as satisfying as that Colorbrain one, in my opinion. Yeah, Fair Colorbrain enough. one's nice. Yeah. Mm. Because if everyone knows the answer, the question is clearly too easy, so nobody gets rewarded from that. Yeah. I thought that's clever. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I played that very recently, and I, I had a good time. Did did you say you had a good time? Is it is it? Yeah, it sounds fishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I liked it an amount. An <laughs> amount. Wow, that was very committed. I've no. played a lot of party games mm-hmm. and a lot of big potato games. I I wouldn't rank it in my like upper echelon of big potato games, Fair. but I did enjoy it. I, I've played quite a few games that are doing a very similar thing to that, and mm. maybe it's because of the scoring system. I've never quite found one that sort of massively um, sort of sings and mm-hmm. want to keep coming back to. But I, I do like that challenge of trying to lie. It's it's like Balderdash, trying to come up with the fake thing, you know. Yeah, the, it's, yeah. it's very close to Balderdash, except mm. it's more easy because you don't have to write up mm. anything. It's just yeah, and usually streamlined, the, really, isn't it? Yeah, and mm. what you're trying to do, what you're trying to come up with, is usually very short. Like yeah, yeah. I actually remembered one of the facts that I thought was cool is like in the past when people used to ride trains people used to think that it caused the movement on trains mm-hmm. used to cause um i can't remember it was like psychosis or something um there was a really interesting answer that i'm actually forgetting now sorry everyone kind of <laughs> yeah. all do on that i think there was another one was like uh in athens like in in olden times what did they use as toilet paper and the answer was stone what? Ooh. So the whole whole thing was it was very yeah, it's in the name. <laughs> the answer paper. was <laughs> as in what did they use to instead wipe them toilet paper. instead of toilet paper? And they used they stone. Used stone, not even like yeah. sand. Was There's it? leaves yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but leaves ivy. is the incorrect answer. <laughs> but maybe if you were the red kipper, then maybe that was the ideal yeah. one. Yeah. Had, I think oh, papyrus true. was one of the like. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, that the, was like expensive to make. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're true. not going to trick me with that. <laughs> no, no, I know no. my ancient history. <laughs> oh, the one that I mentioned was uh, it was uh, Nikola Tesla uh, was unmarried, mm. but famously fell in love with what? And the answer was a, a pigeon, but one of the people proposed um, his mother-in-law, at which at a point I, they hadn't figured this. And I was like, <clears throat> don't you have to be married <laughs> to have a mother-in-law? <laughs> They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> what? Sorry, he married a pigeon. He didn't fell marry a pigeon. Love. Fell in love. They didn't um, have marriages between pigeons sure. and people back then. No. Yeah. Mm. It's the worst time. It's an unenlightened time. Mm. <laughs> We've moved. So I'll, ju- I'll, just, I'll just remind you, we're looking mm. at the games that are going to keep 14-year-old mm. scouts, and I mm. definitely think they like lying. 
<laughs> yes, they do. So, uh, do you oh, think hang on, a minute ago, didn't you just say they'd be terrible at Battlestar Galactica because they're bad at Absolutely love lying. Ah. <laughs> oh, they might be bad at it, but they'll all be really bad at it. I feel like I'm going to pass the hypocrite crown to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. Thank you very much. Uh, have you got any other questions on this? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. I, I think with... How are you seeing villainous you've got player boards have you so it's yeah you've got like boards that are about this big um it's just where your piece goes and tells you what action you've got you're gonna need like a big ground space uh, I mean, I, I assumed that that wasn't a restriction yeah. per se oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, you said the floor, which technically let's, you can play. I tell on you the floor. what, let's get let's deconstruct the tent and just use the ground sheet of the tent ah, to play. Use as yeah. our sort of rug. I think the, you know the cards are good enough quality; they'd stand a bit of dirt, you know. Yeah. And I don't mm. think it matters. Are you saying you haven't sleeved your cards? <laughs> oh, I'm not. I am not a sleever. I am not a sleever. No, I'm not either. By I'm suggesting. <laughs> Suggesting that we play, and you're like, "Oh, it doesn't matter what bit dirt in villain." I'm just saying that when it was suddenly been like, "Whoa!" When the scenario was pitched, I did. I was. I remember you saying that you don't have to worry about floor spaces. But now I'm going to steal it away from you. Yeah, yeah. With Galaxy Trucker, quite a lot of pieces going on. There are a lot of pieces. Yeah, the way I play it is we we have the big box with the expansions in, so the box is like maybe two or three foot wide. And that's where we put all the pieces in. So you're all rummaging out of the upturned ah, lid of oh. the big box, which means you know pieces don't go any, everywhere, and they're all okay. Easy for everyone Top to tip reach. for real life and this scenario. <laughs> yeah. mm. And we're gonna this big box. We're gonna mm. give that to the kid that we like the least to carry to the <laughs> exactly. campsite. Exactly, it doubles up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very convenient. I mean, you could have split up maybe some of the expansions, but you definitely. Definitely big box. There's this like there's no no situation. The piece is gonna go, Rich. Well, you, but you could have. <laughs> Fair enough. With sounds fishy, I might be a bit worried about longevity in terms of is there enough questions in that box? There's a whole load of questions, there's... but I I don't know how fast you'd burn through them. I, I'm not gonna lie. Start there's making a, your own. There's a lot of questions that you, well you could, but that you have no internet. So <laughs> yeah, everyone con- knows one weird, obscured fact, right? Uh, yes. If that is the case. There's only six extra questions. <laughs> yeah. True. And then you'd be like, is that the, the true one? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't I, know. I think it, I <laughs> think said so. that. I saw it on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> I think yeah. just go and find out little facts about the forest. You'd be like, does that tree over there <laughs> have a bird in it or something? <laughs> uh, is this, Guess is what this... I used as toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> is th- and is it poisonous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would be terrible. Only one way to find out. <laughs> Do you want me to uh, rank your suggestions, or do I just oh, pick my favourite? Just well, not winner. rank, but do you want me to uh, critique? This is what you could have chosen. <laughs> uh, yeah, go yeah. for it. Um, so, with Villainous, I I haven't played it, so that's the I can't fully go in on it. But I would be concerned about um, just their attention span, with it not being that energetic the other two are more energetic games mm-hmm. um but certainly there's enough depth and you know different you know ways you can play as different factions or whatever so you can play it multiple times in that evening mm-hmm. and and like you say the theme would appeal to them not so much to this scout leader but you know they're the ones that we need to keep awake yeah. mm-hmm. i'll be fine uh galaxy trucker i was worried about the pieces but you've really you've really turned that around for yourself <laughs> wow um, the Definitely the energy's good. Mm. Uh, the real-time aspect, you can't sort of not pay attention if you want to win the game. Um, and there's some good replayability there. So, um, yeah, strong. And sounds fishy, strong. I, I definitely like the idea of a social game. I not sh- I wouldn't have necessarily picked that one, but um, it does play well for six and would be good around a campfire definitely the most practical game the lightest to take um yeah my 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 pick though would be galaxy tracker Nice. Well done. Good yeah. job. And I loved your idea of giving it to someone else to carry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that box is huge. <laughs> Instantly, like, just, here you go. <laughs> I will say this, though. I don't know about the new version, because they've mm. redone mm. it, um, mm. but the old version had these tiny green 
like capsule well, pieces. Token, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not. You you're going to lose some of them. Yeah, for I would sure. be surprised if you made it even with half of them in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going missing. They're going missing. Um, yeah, you might want to paint them glow in the dark. It sort of fits the theme if you could oh, get yeah. glow in the dark yeah. paint on your on your plastic bits. Yeah, like that. Yeah, just get uh, little Timmy to uh, mix up some to- toxic lead-based uh, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That's another badge. That's another badge, yeah. <laughs> yeah Poison. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Poison crafting badge. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. That's been really, really good. Where can people find you? Find me on YouTube, um, youtube.com forward slash actual lol. That is the word actual with O-L at the end. <laughs> um, that's the best place. I make videos and uh, I do top tens and reviews and the odd comedy musical song about board games mm, the board game song yeah good perfect good. <laughs> so thank you very much um, and we, we, we we've been the Chance of Cows podcast mm. um, thank you so much for, for listening or watching if you have been on YouTube please consider um, liking and maybe leaving a comment yeah. well you would have got the six 14 year old people <laughs> to uh, play mm-hmm. and if you, you can we're on all podcast platforms yeah please download us wherever you find your podcasts <laughs> <laughs> But please also like, comment, share, tell people about the podcast, and come back next week. We'll mm. see you next time. <laughs> Thanks very much. Goodbye. Bye.